Welcome to episode 68 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. In this episode, we are talking about what is the best, the very best social media platform. This question is so large, it's actually a series of episodes. Get ready for part one. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. So what's the best social media platform? Okay, obviously the word best is relative. Best compared to what? Best is relative to the time, to the place, and also to opinion. Don't forget that. So if you ask six social media marketers what the best social media platform is, you'll likely get 17 different responses because people have very different ideas about what is the best. So I want you to ask yourself, what's the best for you? Now, in order to answer that, you need to decide what's your goal for social media. Is your goal to serve or is it to sell? And are you on social media personally or professionally or both? And is your goal, do you just have goals for personal social media Or do you have goals professionally for social media? If your goal or your goals are being met, then it's probably a really good social media platform. If your goals are not being met, it's like, oh, no, this is the worst social media platform in the world. This is awful. So you need to think about what your goals are. And so when people think about social media and they're talking to me, they're probably thinking about, I'm trying to sell on social media. If you are selling, then it's a great platform. And if you're not selling, then maybe it's not such a great platform. The purpose behind social media is to be social. Social. Don't forget being social on social media. That really is what it's for. Now, doesn't mean you can't sell there, but it does mean that you absolutely, positively, 100% have to be social or you'll never sell. You're never gonna sell through social media. You don't really sell on social media unless you're being social. If you're just standing there, hey, I've got this widget for sale, see this widget right here, and it comes in three different colors, and this is what how you know how you can buy it, and uh, widget, 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 buy, 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 nobody's gonna listen to you. Hal is saying Periscope is where, hi Hal is where he first found me. He doesn't use it much anymore. His personal favorites are Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Interested in your input? Thinking you should check out Pinterest too. He's saying, I think I should check out Pinterest too. Just looking to grow my podcast audience. Okay, and we will talk about that. Pinterest is something that I will absolutely talk about because it's sort of, you know, it's kind of the forgotten cousin lately with social media as is Periscope. And Periscope is the same as Twitter Live. So if you go live on Periscope, it goes through the Twitter feed. They actually use what's called the Periscope platform. So it's basically Twitter Live. 
And that's exactly how I started my business. I started my business going live just like I'm doing right now, but I was doing it three to seven times a day, seven days a week because nobody knew me. So that goes back to what are your goals for social media? When I first started on Periscope, so when I first started using Twitter Live, that's when live streaming was very, very new. And I was teaching people how to use that as well as a bunch of other things. And I went live because using more traditional forms of social media wasn't working at that point. I was trying to build my name up from scratch. I had been a teacher. I'd been a college professor. I had not been a business coach before. I was creating my brand and building up that brand and my name from absolutely scratch. I didn't have a list that I started with. I didn't have an audience that I started with. Nobody knew me. So it was going to take a while to build up the momentum. So that's why I did the three to seven times a day. And it absolutely worked. When you're thinking about the best social media platform, think about Do you mean the one that you have the most followers on? Do you mean the one that you get the most likes? You get the most loves? You get the most shares? You get the most comments? You get the most engagement on your posts? Is that what you're talking about when you're talking about the best social media platform? Are you thinking about best in terms of engagement? Are you thinking about best in terms of followers? Or are you simply talking about best in terms of dollars and cents? So what do you mean by best? That's really, really important. And it's hugely important to think about your goal and the whole notion of serve versus sell. Service versus sales. Because if you go into a social media post or a live stream and you go into it with the mindset of, I want to sell. I want to sell. I've got to make so many sales. I'm going to talk about this thing for sale. Sell, sell, sell. If that's where you go into the social media post, the post is not going to work. If that's how you go into that particular live stream, the live stream is not going to go over well. It's not. If that's the mindset when you're writing the email to your list, That email's not going to get the recognition, the open rate that you want. It's not going to have the click rate that you want. It's not going to have the ROI, the return on the investment of your time and energy, maybe money, maybe someone else is writing the email. None of that's going to work out if that's the mindset. Your mindset needs to be service because everybody who's on social media wants to serve in some capacity. You're providing information. You're providing input on something that's happening. Maybe it's the election. Maybe it's the weather. Maybe it's global warming. Maybe all you're doing is sharing funny videos. That is still providing a service to your audience because it's providing lightness and humor and who doesn't want more of that in the world? Oftentimes, we are sharing information. So we are educating our audience about something. We might be telling them about the latest trend. We might be telling them about something that just happened with a new app. We might be telling them about a change on a particular social media platform. And so we want to tell our audience about that. So we're educating them. We're providing that service. So now, if that's the type of thing that you offer on social media, people will come to you for that type of information. So I'm a social media marketer. People know to come to me 
for information on social media, on the latest trends, on the latest updates. You also need to think about your audience because your audience should be the reason you're on social media. You should not be the reason you're on social media. Your audience should be the reason. Whatever you're doing on social media should be for your audience. Even if you're trying to sell something, you're still ideally trying to sell it because it will best serve your audience. It's not for everybody in the world. There's nothing that is for everybody in the world. But you think that that thing, whatever that thing is that you've got for sale, is good for your audience and that's why you're talking about it, telling them about the benefits. That's why you're showing it on your live stream. You know that that's what your audience wants and you're going to give it to them. So keeping your audience top of mind, that's what you want. When you go into any social media post, when you go into any live stream, when you're creating a video, if you're writing a blog post, whatever it is that you are doing, your mind should be towards your audience. The goal is how can your audience benefit? The return on your investment should be serving your audience. In my experience, every single time I went into any social media post or I wrote a blog post or I did a live stream, whatever it was, with the mindset of sales, it was always a disaster. In my opinion, it was a disaster. It never went over as well. The image I chose was not the right image. The copy was not as good of copy. I didn't get the engagement that I would have liked to get or that I usually get on those types of things. When you go into a situation with the mindset of sell, 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 it's not going to go over well. And your audience, no matter who they are, is savvy. People are savvy today. People can smell fake a mile away, maybe even more than that. If you're being fake and all you care about is sales, that is going to really, really come across on social media, regardless of the platform. All social media platforms behave the same way. Now, you might use them a little bit differently. They might have a series of hashtags on Twitter that maybe you really don't see so much on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is fairly new with hashtags still. Instagram, you can use up to 30 hashtags. Instagram's image needs to be square. And the tweets, the Twitter posts tend to be much shorter and use more abbreviations. There's nuances that are different, but they all behave the same way in that if you post what your audience wants, your audience will respond. In other words, you give your audience what they want. Your audience will respond in kind. They will give you the return on your investment of time, of energy, of money. If it's an ad or you're paying someone to do your social media, they will like, they will love, they will comment, they will share. They will provide engagement and they will come back for more. That does not mean that every single post gets likes, gets loves, gets comments, gets shares. That's not going to happen all the time. But the more you provide your audience with what they want, the more they're going to come back time after time after time. And that's your sticky audience. That's what we call your sticky audience. The people who are going to stay with you for life. As long as you're on there, man, they're on there too. As long as you go live, they're going to show up live or 
They're going to watch the replay. They're going to comment. They're going to share it. They're going to reply to your emails. They're going to comment on your blog posts. That's your sticky audience. They keep coming back for more because you're giving them what they want. You've got to give them what they want. Now that goes back to knowing your audience. And one of the things I specialize in is ideal client avatar and target audience. So if you're not 100% sure who your audience is, we need to chat. And I am more than happy to help you with that. Bit.ly forward slash talk to Bonnie. So you can sign up for a time where we can chat and I can help you determine your target audience. I can help you determine specifically what platform you should or should not be on and how you're using that well or maybe could tweak it a little bit to get a better ROI. So you can sign up for that right now while I am still talking. One thing you've got to do for social media, and this once again does not matter what platform you're on. It doesn't matter if it's Twitter, if it's LinkedIn, if it's TikTok, if it's Facebook, if it's Instagram, if it's Pinterest, it doesn't matter what social media platform we're talking about. The 80-20 rule is a must. It is a must for visibility and engagement. Visibility is being remembered. It's not being seen. It's actually being remembered because people can see you, but if they don't remember you, it's like you were never there. In order to be remembered and to get the engagement, to get the likes, to get the comments, to get the shares, to get that engagement that you want, Because what does engagement do? It not only feeds your ego, not only makes you feel good, but that is showing the algorithm, that's showing the social media platform, hey, people want to see this. Now more people get to see this. And not only other people get to see it, but the people who commented or who liked or who shared, the people who did a thumbs up, the people who've done the heart, the people who showed up to the live stream, the people who commented, people who engaged. If you engaged in any way, you will be that much more likely to see more content from that person on that platform. Every social media platform behaves like that. So if you give people what they want, they will respond. They will engage. And the more they engage, the more they're going to see of your stuff and the more of your stuff other people get to see. Not just the commenters, but other people also. So engagement helps everybody. It helps more people see your stuff. You get more eyeballs on your stuff. And it makes it that much more likely that the people who engaged are going to see your stuff again. Going to Hale's question specifically, he likes Facebook. He likes Instagram. He likes Twitter. He wants to know my input on that and about checking out Pinterest. Those are really, really good questions. And Facebook, now Facebook has different parts. So we could be talking about your profile. We could be talking about your page. We could be talking about a Facebook group. We could be talking about a Facebook room. We could be talking about a Facebook event. It goes on and on and on. Holy moly ravioli. So I want you to think about What part of that social media platform are you using? And are you using all the possible parts? So if you're on Facebook, I just went over like all of the playgrounds, right? The places where you could hang out. If you're on Instagram, there's four playgrounds, four places to hang out. So there's the Instagram feed. That's the grid. There's Instagram live. There's IGTV. That's like Instagram's YouTube. 
and there's Instagram stories. There's also now Instagram reels and those show up inside of stories. Oh, and don't forget Facebook also has stories. Oh, and LinkedIn also has stories now too. So think about when you're talking about a specific platform, what parts of that platform are you using? It's all free, people. It's all free. I'm not talking about ads. Everything I talk about is really organic because you can do a lot organically. And if you don't learn how to use the platforms organically, then throwing ad spend is really not going to help you. Are you using all of those capabilities on Facebook, on Instagram? LinkedIn has groups as well. LinkedIn, you can have a company page, plus you can have your profile. LinkedIn is the only place where you can absolutely, without any penalty whatsoever, is the only place where you can actually do business on your profile. On your personal profile, LinkedIn is the only place where you can absolutely do business, overtly do business on your profile. Now, some people might say, Bonnie, I use my Facebook profile all the time for business. It is also going against Facebook's terms of service. So at any time you do that, on any day you do that, Facebook can shut down your account, the entire account. So you can keep doing it and keep taking the chance, or you can simply abide by their terms of service. Let me explain that. So if you are here watching the live, you see a logo up in the corner, and that logo says Bonnie L. Frank. And it's got just a little image. And that is a little image that I use for my name. It is not my business logo. Now, I am streaming this live on my business account, on my Facebook page. That's your business account. But I'm also streaming it to my personal account. So because I'm streaming it to my personal account, I'm not showing my business logo You shouldn't mix business and personal. That goes against Facebook's terms of service. One time, literally one time I forgot. And I went live in a bunch of places like I always do. And I had my business logo that says, you know, Bonnie L. Frank coaching and consulting. I had my business logo up in the corner and I was streaming to my page, to my business account, but I was also streaming to my personal account. And Facebook sent me a very clear reminder. Instantly, they sent me an email with a very clear reminder on how that was going against Facebook's terms of service and don't do that or else. And literally, I forgot one time and I've not done that since. Now, Twitter. Twitter is a fabulous place to have conversations. Twitter is something that people tend to use a whole bunch or not at all. Now, pretty much everybody's got a Facebook account. 2.8 billion people in the world have Facebook accounts. It doesn't mean they're on Facebook every single day, but they're on Facebook. 2.8 billion people are not on Twitter. However, the people who are on Twitter tend to really be on Twitter. See the difference there? Typically, the people who use Twitter tend to really use Twitter. And they're on there having conversations and they are on there engaging. And maybe they're on a Twitter chat. Madeline Sklar, hello, shout out to Madeline, has a great Twitter chat. So I'll put the link for Madeline's Twitter chat in the show notes. It's the only Twitter chat I've ever done. It goes really, really fast, but it's amazing. And the people are so nice. She does it every single week. It's called Twitter Smarter. So you might be in a Twitter chat. You might have organized your people in terms of Twitter groups. 
In other words, when you only want to look at a particular group of people on Twitter instead of your however many thousands of people you're following, you can segment that out so that the posts that you see, the tweets that you see in your feed are just from that particular group. So it takes the whole Twitter universe or your whole Twitter universe, and it really narrows down and hones in on exactly the people you want. So are you taking advantage of the fact that you can segment out Twitter groups? You can do the same thing on Facebook, by the way. Have you done that before? Think about the way that you're using the platform. See what I'm talking about in terms of best? Best is relative because it really goes back to how you're using the platform and what your mission is, right? What's the purpose? Why are you on it? Who's your ICA, your ideal client avatar? What's the purpose of your business? What's your mission? Why are you on there? Are you just on there personally? Are you on there professionally? What are you on there for? Who is your target audience? Who are you serving? How are you trying to serve them? You might say, you know, I love the Facebook platform. I love it. I'm one of those 2.8 billion people. I'm like Bonnie. I'm on Facebook every single day. But maybe there's parts of Facebook that you've never really investigated that might really work out for you like Facebook stories. Maybe you haven't even really done that before. Maybe you haven't really investigated that or you even forgot Facebook has stories. Hello, Facebook has stories. I get more engagement from my Facebook stories than I get from my Instagram stories any day of the week. And it's not the numbers per se. Yes, I do have more followers on Facebook, not that many more, but I do have more followers on Facebook than Instagram, but it's the people on Facebook. My quote unquote lifers, I'm doing air quotes for those of you listening to the podcast, my lifers or my sticky, that target audience that's really sticky, those people follow me on Facebook stories. I have people that religiously follow my Facebook stories who really don't show up to my live streams. They may or may not be on my list. If they're on my list, they may or may not open any particular email. But man, when I do a Facebook story, they are there every single time because you can see everybody who views your stories. You can see that and you can see when they drop off. Have you investigated Facebook stories? And LinkedIn has started stories and they operate just the same way. They don't have quite as many emojis and LinkedIn's always slow to the party. Now, if you want kitty videos and you want puppy videos, don't post them on LinkedIn Nobody wants to see them on LinkedIn. You shouldn't be seeing them on LinkedIn either. But you can post them to your heart's content on any other platform, especially TikTok. Any other platform, that'll be completely fine, totally expected, absolutely appreciated on any other platform. LinkedIn, no. Looking back at Hale's question about Pinterest, So looking at Pinterest, remember I said at the beginning of this broadcast, I said that Pinterest is kind of like the forgotten cousin because people forget about Pinterest. Now, bloggers use Pinterest all the time and people in the product-based business space use Pinterest all the time. But I really feel like everybody should use Pinterest. There's no reason not to use Pinterest and you can use multiple hashtags on Pinterest And you can sell right off of Pinterest, just like you can sell right off of Instagram, right? Where you click on it and you see what the price is and it takes you to the page to buy it. You can do all of that on Pinterest. But Pinterest images are super important. 
those images are really important and it's got to be a different size. So you've got to double check, Google the correct pixel size for Pinterest. The image itself is really important and what boards you have available for your audience is also important and you need to be posting it. So you need to be pinning. That's how you post on Pinterest, you pin. You wanna pin your Pinterest post on your boards, but you also want visibility on other people's boards. There are boards that you can join. You might need to be invited to join, or maybe it's a situation where you could just pin there, or it's for a certain group of people and you're in that group of people, so you're allowed to pin there. It's really, really important. It's I think it's absolutely crucial to pin on other people's boards, not just your own. It's also easy to gain a really big following really fast on Pinterest. It really is. So whether or not you have a podcast, Hal has a podcast, but whether or not you have a podcast doesn't matter. If you want to build an audience and build it quickly, Pinterest is a very, very easy way to do that. But just like any other platform, you've got to be active there. It's not pin and hit the road. That's not going to do you any good. If you're doing a drive-by, that's what I call a drive-by in terms of social media. If you're just driving by, you're just throwing the stuff out there and then whoop, driving on by, and you don't engage with anyone else's social media, don't expect people to engage with your posts. If you are not being social on social media, nobody is going to be social with you on social media. It's absolutely crucial that you are social on social. And that 80-20 rule, that means 80% of the time you're serving. 80% of the time, people, that means eight out of every 10 posts, you are serving, you are giving 80% of the time. And 20% of the time, that's where you can ask something of your audience, or that's where you can sell. But 80%, you're simply giving. Give, give, give. You are constantly providing value, 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 value over and over and over again. That's what you've got to be doing on social media. And then 20% of the time you can go for the ask. So this is part one of what is the best social media platform. On the next episode, I will be talking specifically about a couple of different platforms and what types of businesses may do best on those platforms. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of Business Fabulous. If you liked what you heard, and I sure hope you did, be sure to subscribe to the podcast over on my podcast page, bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast, or on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Search Business Fabulous, up will pop a bright pink square, that's us, and click subscribe. And that way, every week, a brand new episode of this podcast will come straight to your phone. Please reach out to me with a question that you've got about growing your business or feedback about the podcast. You can do that at listener at bonnielfrank.com or again on my podcast page, bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast. Right at the top, there's an orange button Click that and leave me a message. You can also suggest a topic for any future episode. I would love to hear from you. 
I hope you have an awesome day filled with lots of smiles and loads of opportunities. I love you. I'm so glad that you were here. Until next time, and as always, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to nurture that spark inside of you to become business fabulous. We'll talk soon.